Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Clearly, I am not Glenn Lundy. My name is Crystal, but Glenn asked me to step in this morning because he is on his way to the airport to catch a flight this morning, so he is unable to join us, but he has created an amazing episode for you guys that I know you're going to love with an interview with the one and only Grant Cardone. So with that being said, let's jump into today's episode of GM3X. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Jessica. Good morning. I have the best news for what? mothers everywhere and wives everywhere. Tell us about it. So they did a study out of the UK with over 500,000 people and it proved that if you participate in chores, you are 21% less likely to get Alzheimer's. So husbands, dads, kids, you're all doing chores, okay? We have a perfect reason to start delegating. That means I'm doing all the chores. Oh, I am not getting Alzheimer's, I'll tell you that much. So who does the most chores at your house, you or your husband? Uh, okay, I will say my husband's better about doing the dishes, but I do like the vacuuming, you know, the heavy lifting stuff, the, the laundry. I'm definitely not getting Alzheimer's. Neither. What about you? Does I will help? take my husband's toothbrush and wash the baseboards with it. I am not That's a great idea. idea. I'm gonna try that. When he starts back talking to me, I just go in the bathroom, get it's it the perfect size, put it in a little bleach water. There we go. No, I'm just kidding. But I really do. I, I'm the one that like does the hardcore cleaning. My husband's OCD, so he straightens up, but. You know, I don't know if I'm just really OCD, but somebody else's cleaning is not as good as my cleaning, so. Not anymore. Those kids doing chores. Husbands, moms, dads, grandpas. We need to live longer, so. Yeah, I want, I want him to live long. I want him to remember everything, and he needs to do some more chores. Yeah, I agree. I okay. love it. I'm very excited about that study. I will have to share this with my husband. Perfect. Have a great week, guys. Husbands. Stop being little Pick up a broom. Love of God. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. You got the Malibu beach house. You got the big house. And it really doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how much money you've made. Doesn't matter how much success you've had. Wi-Fi is still an issue all over this country. <laughs> Dude, you know, people interrupted me. Nobody respects me. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter, bro. Nothing, some things just don't change. Right. No matter where you're at. Let's say you're the greatest, greatest salesman of all time, right? Greatest salesman. You could sell your, you could sell your way in. Let's say, let's say Elon or somebody came and offered you they offered you $50 billion for your name, your rights, your programs, Cardone Cap, 
everything, right? And they got the non-compete. Yeah. So you can no longer do real estate. You can no longer do sales training. You, you, I'm assuming you would take the 50 billion. Maybe you say no. They offer you 50 billion. Would you take it? And what would Grant do if you couldn't do sales, you hey, couldn't Crystal, do real estate? I think Glenn got muted. Well, I would definitely take the 50 billion. <laughs> okay. So now I cannot buy any more real estate. I can't touch it. That's right. And I cannot do any more. I can't. I could still help people, right? You can't do any sales training, nothing like that. They bought your name. They bought the rights. They bought the company. They got non-competes yeah. on everything. So no sales training, no real estate. Well, I would definitely take the 50 billion. Uh, I'll probably go into major depression. <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? I'll be like, I got 50 billion. So. <laughs> and then, and then, I, then I would take a few minutes to figure out, okay, what can I do other than what I've been doing, right? I mean, there's so many great things going on today in the world. Maybe I go into politics, you know, 50 mm -hmm. billion, bro. I could run for president. 50 billion is a lot of money, man. 50, 50 billion is a lot of money. Like, 50 billion, I could start like, I mean, I'm going to have a whole nother level of swag. Yeah, man. Like people think I'm hard to deal with now. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be impossible. Where 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 are you at now? Where's where's the real estate at now? I know last time we talked, it was like four billion. Where are you at now? Yeah, we're at five five point two billion dollars. You're at five point two billion dollars, which yeah. six years ago when you wrote Be Obsessed or Be Average, in that book, you were at four hundred million and you yeah. said in there wow. I didn't know that. You were at four hundred million and you said so you were talking about ten X. And you were like, hey, Sabrina, you were at, uh, you were talking about 10X and you said, so we're at 400 million. We're at 400 million. So if I 10X that, that would be 4 billion. And you were like, ah, oh, I don't even know how I would get to 4 billion. That's a crazy number. But if I come up a little bit short, I'll be all right. Now you're at 5.2, man. What is that? What does that feel like? And how do you make that jump in six years? Yeah. So, uh, well, it feels good to hear you say that. I didn't, I didn't realize, I, I, you know, I did not know I said that. Thank you for, for acknowledging that I achieved that target. Yeah, man. Um, what happens for me is, you know, because I've always said I've never achieved a 10 X target, but you're telling me I did. You're, you're telling me I exceeded one of mine because somewhere in the last six years, I moved the target again. Right. So, so I play this, it's a little game. It's not, it's not always fun, but sometimes cause I can never win. Right. Um, but somewhere in the last six years, I moved the target again. So what's the target so, now? Oh, definitely 50 billion, 50 billion. The number you brought up earlier. <laughs> so I, I think the real estate can achieve 50 billion. You know, I, I want to be one of the largest, uh, uh, of land and apartment owners in the country. I want to get in the top 10. The reason why is it's not just a big thing about, I want to be the biggest. It's because I want to, I want to displace some of the, the, the way the game is played right now. It's just wealthy institutions. Yeah. Uh, wealthy families, uh, very connected. I, I think I can go there and, and I think I can displace some of the, the big institutions that are, that have a lock on the game. So anyway, uh, back, back to how did I do that in six years? Yeah, bro. I really don't even know. I don't even know. I know this one. I never quit dreaming. Uh, I have tremendous work ethic. I, it doesn't mean I work all the time, by the way, like it's not, it doesn't mean I get up at four 30 in the morning and stay up till midnight. But when there's work to be done, bro, like I work. Right.
Um, and, and, and I got a great team and I have assembled great people have somehow gotten attracted to me for all the haters I get. I think a lot of people talk about, I imagine they talk about that I'm polarizing and say whatever I want. I've heard some of this stuff, right? I'm arrogant and, and I show off the plane too much. And, but for some reason, there's a handful of people that have been attracted to me and partners that don't care about that stuff. Right. Jared, Sherry, Brandon, Natalie, my wife, Ryan Secco, like the list of people I have around me, bro, like that are winning, by the way, that, that are that they're in their own right. They're making contributions. They're getting known. They're building, they're building their uh, popularity sure. uh, and building their, their network, taking care of their families. Their life lifestyles are improving too. Glenn, the, the other thing about to answer your question is the, these people are will they believe in me. Mm -hmm. And if they're not yes people, but but when they get on the when they're when we're all on the train, they're like, let's go be grant wrong. Right. You know, right. And 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 really what their their intention is let's make grant right. And and because we've done some stuff that ha really has never been done before. Not, not, not anything genius like uh, coding or building an app or technology or going to space. But, dude, I've, we've done some stuff regarding money for somebody who doesn't have a, like, is not a celebrity, not a Kanye, right, or yeah. Elon. Yeah. And some of the stuff that we've done online with webinars, some of the, 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 the income we've produced on events, like, it literally has never been done before. Unheard of. Yeah. Unheard of. And it's all around this obsession, right? It's, it's, it, you're obsessed and you talk about making sure the people around you are obsessed also, right? That, that obsession. And so Jared is an obsessed human. Sherry, they're, they're all obsessed, um, chasing that obsession. So I love Be Obsessed or Be Average. It's been one of my favorite books out of all the books that you've written. And I'm curious while I got you here, what did, what, what, have you learned since you wrote it? What's not in the book? Yes. Yeah, so anybody, if anybody wants to go get the book, you can go grab the book, be obsessed, be average. I'm not going to talk to Grant about what's in the book. I want to know what's not in the book. Yeah. So yeah, here it is right here, man. Uh, you know, I wish I wouldn't have had this. This was not my idea, by the way. You being on the this, plane. Yeah. That, I mean, I took the picture. Clearly that is me on the engine. Yeah. But it was not, the, I was just, effing around, right? We, they did this photo shoot. I'm like, there was a ladder there. The next thing you know, I'm going up the ladder. The, the ladder was for the cameraman. It wasn't for me. That's a and real picture? Huh? That's a real picture? I thought it was like a... No, this is a real picture, bro. That's me straddling the engine of a, a Gulfstream 200. Dang, man. I would say that, that, that plane, that plane must have been a little smaller than the one I saw you in weeks ago or well, a couple months ago this this plane this plane this was my first plane that's the yeah. other thing i'm ashamed of it because first <laughs> of all, I, would have, I would have never used this image okay right like it was like, like then 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 who who published this penguin random or somebody i don't know I've, i i forget the publishers because they do so little to help you on these books oh bro it's disgusting i can only imagine yeah penguin random uh yeah and, and this was the cup. This was the shot. Well, I was, there was a ladder there for the cameraman. I said, get off of there. I ran up the thing, jumped onto the tail. Boom. They shot that shot. 
And, and uh, I'm like, guys, that was a joke. That was for me. It wasn't for you guys to put on the cover of the damn book. <laughs> right. Because it's obnoxious. it's obnoxious, right? But look, what, what, would I, what would I do different? There was a guy here that did my floors this morning. He put these floors in my house. I bought all the floors for him from him right. and, and we took up this old floor put down this new floor very very expensive and he says my favorite book grant was be obsessed or be average okay and it's that's funny it's the only book i've never told this to anybody it's the only book that i wrote with a specific uh uh the the, the specific intention to grab a specific audience okay all the other books that I wrote were to solve a problem I was having. Right. This book, I said, I'm going to write a book that will attract by the title. I had the title before I had the book. Right. It can attract addictive personalities. Mm. And I was trying to build an audience of people like, yeah, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm an addict. Yeah, everybody says I work too much. Everybody says I drink too big. <laughs> exactly. That's me. And, and so, so um, uh, what, I, what I've learned from this, and, and again, it was really to give people permission. It was to give the addictive personality permission to be addicted. Right. To be, to write, not get rid of their addiction, their compulsive, their obsessions. I mean, I probably underestimated in the book. I probably didn't own it enough, the importance of being a, a, a you know, being a mainline junkie. When right. it comes to success, I should have, I should have said that dude, I, the last page should have said, you have to become a junkie. A to goddamn paint that real, to paint that real picture, which I think, I think we, I think yeah. you, I mean, you hit on there multiple times. You're like, dude, you wouldn't have picked up this book. You wouldn't have picked up this book. If you weren't obsessed, if you weren't crazy, man, if you weren't crazy, <laughs> you wouldn't have picked up this book, right? Like you, yeah. you, you talked about that in there and you also talked about shifting those addictions ultimately those obsessions you know when it makes sense to shift them and my and, and i was curious about that how do you let go or how were you able to let go when it was time to shift the obsession right to shift it from selling cars to selling training to shift it from doing auto training to doing real estate to shift it yeah, from yeah. doing drugs that aren't serving yeah. you to doing something that is how do you let go of the old obsession and move to the new one? Yeah, so that's a great question. Nobody's ever asked me that. And clearly you're asking me because you're having this problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, dude, most of the time it's been, most of the time it's been because I had to. It's, it was long overdue, like my drug addiction. Like I, I knew I was a drug addict when I was 19 years old. I, I wouldn't. I would go another six years, um, not denying it. I already knew, I knew for sure I was. I would go another six years though, you know, just not being able to make the change. Yeah. Then when I was, then when I got an automotive, I was an automotive seven years. I, I didn't need to be selling cars for seven years. I had customers telling me, bro, you should be selling yachts. You should be selling, you should be on Wall Street uh, pitching funds. You know, like when people tell you that and you're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, what are you doing in a car dealership selling Pontiacs? There was this, all this talent I had. Sure. 
it was uncovered, Glenn, only because I became obsessed to become a great salesman. Mm. And that was driven out of this thing, this, this, I, I, I didn't like being a car salesman. And, and it's not that I didn't like selling cars. I didn't like the way people saw me because mm. I was selling cars. Mm. And, and, and then because I knew I had this secret, like probably most of your viewers, that, that I had more in me than, than what I was doing. I was thinking about you the other day. I was thinking about the next 10X. And uh, obviously your obsession, like you were talking about earlier, NADA not giving you the right treatment, all those different things, wanting to throw the biggest and baddest events and wanting to connect with the biggest and baddest people. And it got me thinking, you talked about like getting people that don't know you to know you, studying certain people that are on your frequency. And, and is there anybody that you, I don't want to say look up to, but is there anybody that you are studying, watching, learning from that doesn't know you? That doesn't oh, know yeah. Every, everybody I'm studying doesn't know me. You're really? Like who? Give me an example. Barry Sternlich, you know, Barry Sternlich. Um, who's that guy? I don't know that guy. Donald Brent. Um, uh, Steve Schwartzman, you know, these are guys I'm studying. Okay. You know, Jack, um, Elon, dude, Elon, Elon, Elon's a gangster, bro. Like he is a gangster. I know. You know, I'm studying, um, you know, what, what the guy, he just passed away, Bogle, uh, Bogle uh, that created Vanguard, you know, which is a $5 trillion fund, basically $5 wow. trillion business. So, and then I study a lot of the old guys, man, the, the, the Rockies and the, you know, the, the Margans. And the, do you have an actual, so you're studying those guys. Do you have, uh, you have a, does Grant Cardone have a coat? Do I have a coach? Yeah. No, I do not have. I mean, I have my church. My church is my coach. Yeah. Yeah. So any, anytime, you know, anytime I'm like, uh, you know, some, look, some people that could get coaches, they don't even have the right questions asked. Like forget the right answer. Do you, you know, most people don't even have the right questions. Sure. Sure. So, so uh, part of, part of what I do with my church is to figure out what question I should even be asking. Because most of the time I'm like, hey, what's wrong with this? Well, I should, like, that's not even what's wrong. One of the things I learned from you a long time ago is, you know, don't, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta use your product. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be all bought in, you know, on your product. And I know you sell a lot of coaching. You sell a lot of coaching and training. So I was curious if you invested in coaching and training yourself. So Glenn, actually, I don't do a lot of coaching, okay? I don't do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh -huh. um, I do some, I do maybe four or five a year that people are like, Hey, I just want to, I just want to spend, you know, I want to meet with you four times a year. And uh, they donate a bunch of money to Cardone uh, to, to uh, the Grant Cardone foundation. That's where sure. the money goes. Sure. But, but I, I don't love the coaching because I think it's an inefficient way for people to spend time and money. Yeah. You know, I'd, re I'd rather than be at our boot camp. I'd rather than be at the Cardone Capital uh, meeting other people. And by the way, everybody that's done it with me is like, bro, I got so much out of that session. But for me, it's like very, it's, it's a, I don't want to feel like a therapist. Right. Got it. 
Got it. You know, and, yeah. and I don't ever want to tell somebody what's wrong with them. Really, I don't. But I, I, I still like that guy better than the guy that's going to chum up on you and say, yeah, Glenn, you're doing fine. Everything's great, bro. You're going to be great. You're the best. Because I hate that guy. With the obsession that you have, you're at 5.2. We got to get you to 50. 50. What has to be what has to be different? Or can you get there? Can you get there with what you have now? Or what mm -hmm. has to be different to be able to get there? Yeah, yeah prob probably can't. <clears throat> probably can't. Um, you know, they do this very interesting that you're asking me this because if this happens, it's going to be I, I, me and you're going to definitely go to dinner. Yes, sir. Um, but what, what would have to happen is for Cardone Capital, uh, I would have to probably buy a company. You'd have to buy a company. Okay. Yeah. Buy, buy, buy a company that has a bunch of assets like I have, like I'd have to go find a Cardone Capital. Okay, I see. So you'd have to acquire another one, kind of like what uh, Cox Automotive has been doing in, in uh, the automotive space. Yeah, right I now. mean, you know, all, all big companies, they acquire, they, they don't grow internally. You can't, otherwise yeah, just I'm just going to do another, I do another deal at a hundred million. Then I do, an, I, every year I have a billion dollar year and then 50 years from now, I'm 50 billion. Like, or I just yeah, wait yeah, for yeah. appreciation. That could happen, right? So but 50 years from now, I'll be 113 years old. I really don't want to wait that long. Right, right, right. <laughs> my, my knees, my knees already bother me. Hey, I got to tell you though, man, you, thanks to you, thanks to you, really you, Elena and, and the girls, thanks to you guys. Like I look forward to being 64 years old. Oh, I'm, wow. for, I'm 44 now. And like, you know, I used to look for, you know, you look forward to your twenties and then maybe you look forward to to thirties. And then people, most people start hitting forties and you think it's all downhill from there, but you've got me like, I'm excited to be yeah. 64 from what I, I mean, it looks like you're living a pretty damn good life. It's 64. And I saw where you were at at 54 versus 64. And so you've really inspired me to look forward to those, the, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. You were, you were going to say the golden years, weren't you? No, man. No, they're not the golden years at all. It don't. It doesn't look like you guys are rocking golden years. I mean, you guys are traveling yeah. all over the place. Well, Elena's getting younger. Elena's getting younger, and and I'm the only one that's aging over here. Yeah, six years ago, you told me, hey, you said, hey, I wanted to be at five billion or four billion, and we're at five. I, I, you know, I didn't even know I said that, but I can believe I did. Yeah. And, and then we exceeded that, right? Well, I did in the, in the interim, in the six years, clearly I did something that was mechanical to get there because you can't fake that, but I didn't, I didn't spend time in the mechanics. The problem with the mechanics are now I got to, okay, who exactly do I need to meet? What exactly do I need to be? How do I budget my time to do all that? I'm not doing that. Like, you know, I, I remember learning from my church once I heard this line that I, I'm a probably butcher it, but it's like, intention is senior to mechanics mm. and i was like that, that that was a game changer for me i'm like man i need to keep for me that means like my understanding of that concept is the intention where i want to get not not am i a good person or not the intent what, what the goal or target is needs to be 80 percent of my energy mm. so i'm going to get to five billion now the next thing i'm going to do I'm not going to take a piece of paper out. I might take a piece of paper out, figure out how many deals I need to do, but that's where it becomes problematic because I'm like, okay, 
if my average deal size is 50 million and I need to get to 50 billion, I need a thousand deals. Right. Like I ain't got, I can't, I, I can't even buy one deal right now, much less a thousand. And then right. you get stuck in this problem, this right. bigger problem. And then you're like, there's no way. And you give up on your goal and your intention now. And then you start cutting everything. That's why if you've ever heard me say, never reduce the target. That's what that I was talking correct. about. Don't yeah. reduce the target, increase the activity to the point to where your goals, in my case, my goals should be so big that it gives me new questions to ask. Mm. And the new question would be, who do I need to meet to do a $50 billion deal? Right, right. Well, the buddies that I have right now on Clubhouse, Jonathan, Jerry, Glenn, David Spizak, Brian Benstock, they can't help me, dude. Correct. Those people cannot help me get to 50 billion. They can, they can, they can be buddies. Sure. So that's why if you look at that list of people I gave you earlier that I'm studying, oh, yeah. they've all look done them up. They've all done 50 billion and more. Right. So that's what I need to start realize. Hey, what did these cats do? Who who do they know? What do they now now I'll just tell you another thing that that is crazy because I just found this out. I was I was talking to some Wall Street guys and I'm like, dude, I I hate these Wall Street people. And I said, they're just, I'm just not accepted there. I'm not like them. And the guy looked at me and says, Bro, it's because you're talking to the wrong people. He didn't say bro, by the way, but he says, it's because Grant, he's like, Grant, you're not talking to the top of the food chain. Mm. The top of the food chain is exactly like you. Mm, that's interesting. They would never judge you. They would never criticize you. They would only admire you. They would want to pick up the bill with you. They mm. would think they were with a brother. He says, it's everybody they hired below him that is threatened mm. by you. They said, That's the reason you don't feel comfortable talking to these people is because you're talking to one level below who you should be talking to. And that and level seems like a level above because it could be a level above where you're at, Because, but it's a different game. It's a different the, playing field. He, he, the, the guy looked at me and says, look, bro, you're a savage. You're a beast. You yeah. have to talk to savages and beasts. Yeah. You're not, you're not built to be a corporate guy. That's not you. you like... The reason you, the reason you're uncomfortable, Grant, he's like, the guy told me, and he's, this guy's way up there. Right. He says, the reason I believe you've had problems is because you've simply been dealing with the wrong people. And in thinking that you needed those people, you know, and, and the reality is you are those people you're studying. Mm. That's strong. It makes me think of Kobe, right? Kobe talked about when he first got to the league, he went to Goat Mountain. Cause all the other players were trying to tell him like, don't talk shit to Jordan. Don't do this. That he's like, I don't know what the hell y'all are talking about. And he went straight to, to Jordan and all the best, right. To magic, all the greatest of all time, goat mountain. And those were the only ones who could really understand them. All the other players were just, they were just B B level players in that game. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think if your audience gets anything from that is dude, it's not about you. You're not the one with the problem. Right. And that shouldn't be, you shouldn't adopt that or adapt that as some irresponsible way, you know, but if you're a highly responsible person, at some point you're like, okay, what's not happening here? Mm. You know, and it goes back to that thing I said about the wrong question. You're simply just asking the wrong questions. Maybe I'm meeting the wrong people. It's not that you're the wrong person. You know, Grant Cardone, I am not valuable to myself or this planet being someone else. Mm. 
So when I was trying to fit in with the NADA when I was 35 years old, I didn't have the problem. Thank God they didn't embrace me. Mm. Okay. Um, I am so glad they did not embrace me. I'm so glad some car dealer, uh, Terry Taylor, didn't start saying, hey, let me, let me give you car dealerships and you be my partner. I am so thankful for the things that did not happen to me. Right. Because if those things would have happened to me and for me, I would not be me. I think that's a great lesson for everybody. Thank God I didn't get the uh, the 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 Shark Tank deal. I went up for three times. Thank God oh, I didn't wow. get that. Because wow. if I'd have gotten that, I would I not have sold that. a million. Yeah, I would not have sold three times. I went there and three times they turned me down, and and all because oh he's just this, he's just that. We don't get it. Blah blah blah. Mark probably doesn't like me, and. Um, <laughs> Thank God I didn't get that, bro. If I'd have done that, Grant Cardone cannot do 34,000 person events. He can't go do yeah. these big real estate yeah. conferences because ABC is going to be like, no, 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 no. If yeah. you're going to do that, you can't do this. How's the studio going? The studio is great. We just, we just shot, finished our third episode of the real estate King. Yeah. We'll do 12 of those this year. Uh, we've done LA Phoenix, uh, San Diego. Uh, we got mini moguls. We're looking at two different concepts on mini moguls. We're shooting a show called The Speaker, the Great American Speak Off, looking for the next John Kennedy, Barack Obama, um, Les Brown, yeah, Tony Robbins, the next great speaker on planet Earth. Uh, kind of like I didn't, a didn't know about Idol. that one. Yeah, uh, we're doing a show called uh, Hustle House, looking for the ultimate hustler. And we got two other shows we're working right now that I can't mention, but yeah, I love it, man. I love it. So many takeaways from both Glenn and Grant Cardone this morning, but we will be jumping onto Clubhouse. If you want to join us there in the Breakfast with Champions room, we will continue this conversation. But thank you so much for joining us here on GM3X this morning. And we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Friday. We will see you on Monday at 530 for the next episode of GM3X. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.